And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome to today's show. It's the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we're on location today at Therapy Vineyards and Inn. It's our latest grape escape to the Naramata Bench in the heart of the Okanagan Valley in the midst of the 2020 harvest. And we're joined by uh, co-owners Jacqueline Johnson and Mike Boyd of Therapy Vineyards and Inn. Uh, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Great thank to have you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you <laughs> very much for being here. here. So this much. is a really a real family business. How many, how many of your children are working in the business with you? We have four of our children working here and two of our parents. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. You need a drink. Hey, and we all live together, so oh, I do need a drink. drink. <laughs> you, need, you need two drinks. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I would assume that COVID changed a few things with workers and people, uh, you know, who could have been here or might be here. But uh, it seems to be it seems to be running well. And you, you plan to be open all winter uh, as well. Yes, we do. Yeah, we uh, feel that this is a great space to be. It's like a retreat to come to because when you check into our inn, it's uh, it's a beautiful space to be in it's very relaxed and yet all of your amenities are there for you so we've got the fire patio which we can't wait obviously at this time of the year we're not having fires in there but in the winter it's lovely to sit around the fire and enjoy the lake and the mountain view Um, we have breakfast served in the morning if it's nice enough outside you can sit out on the patio and enjoy your breakfast out Not, not just breakfast but Mike's eggs, like I thought, <laughs> they you must be getting them from a farm because I've never tasted an egg that I don't know if you want to give the secret away on air. No, you know it's uh, it's all in the timing. <laughs> it is in the timing. No, wonderful breakfast. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, we make that all right here. Our staff makes it in the kitchen, fresh for our guests, yeah. and it's just one of the many amenities we and, like to. How many rooms are there in total? There's five. Yeah, mm-hmm. five rooms. Yeah, five. Rooms. I've stayed in at least two of them now. I'm going to be a third one tonight, so I'm. Looking Looking forward to discovering that. <laughs> I'm staying where I am, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, great night to check out the hot tub, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit, though. Therapy Vineyards is the original winery, but you're also involved in another winery now down the road in your different projects. We'll talk with Jack about that, your winemaker. But tell us a bit about Silhouette. I don't think anybody knows much about that. No, Silhouette was the original property that brought us to the Naramata Bench. And in doing that, we started the process of getting into a pure sparkling house and uh, maybe not having the patience that we needed or should have. Uh, we decided to really jump into the wine business, and that's what brought therapy into our world. And mm-hmm. Silhouette has never been off the charts. It's It's been under development all the way, and we're just now coming into that program, which should uh, some of the wines are, are ready to, to drink, but yeah. the, the property is about a year behind. Which is a little further north on the bench, out, out yes. near the, the very end of it. Yeah, for, about seven uh, kilometers from therapy, but yeah. just down the Naramata Bench Road and uh, before the lake ends. There. By the way, can you walk to town without going on the main road yes or? for sure you can walk right down through the little hamlet here and uh, okay better be ready to walk back uphill though that's a great hike then i, I want to try that yeah we yeah. always say it takes 10 minutes to walk to the nearest uh, restaurant and it takes 20 minutes to walk back because it's uphill yeah oh that's okay we like that uh well we look forward to our stay here today and and it's, it should be a great day many visitors will come from along the bench you have a lot of friends on the bench we do yeah. we're really grateful for all of the people that are in the same business as us, and we feel like it's just such a great uh, collaborative community. 
Yeah. Okay, Jacqueline Johnson and Mike Boyd, thanks so much for uh, opening the show. Uh, there's plenty more coming up. I'm Anthony Gizmani with Casey Wilson, and you're listening to the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. It's our grape escape on the Naramata Bench. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Location, location, location. If you've made up your mind to finally take that big step and move to the beautiful Okanagan, keep in mind that you don't have to do it alone. The right real estate agent can make all the difference. Let Sean Everest of Remax Kelowna be your trusted advisor as you embark on this exciting new chapter. I'm Sean Everest. I raised my family here and you can too. Visit seaneverest.com and let me help you on your move. And welcome to the Okanagan. I'm sure you're going to love it. Tony Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. At Poplar Grove, every day on the Naramata Bench is a journey to create fantastic wines. We couldn't do it without our dedicated team or the family of wine lovers who gather at our wine club to enjoy the many benefits of membership, like world-class wines delivered to their door and exclusive events at the winery like our wine club barbecue. Join us on the journey to make truly great wines. Visit us at poplargrove.ca. Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Please enjoy responsibly. Fall has arrived. Celebrate the harvest at Black Hills Estate Winery with in-person and online tastings. Relax on their comfortable and spacious patio and sample the newly released Viognier and the rare and coveted Carmenier. Their wine educators are eager to tell you about this lost grape of Bordeaux and how it grows in the South Okanagan. For more on the virtual tasting program or to book a seat on the patio, visit blackhillswinery.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac pic-pac, pic-pic. Glouk, 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 font tous les dindons. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. I always love it when our guests are amused by the song. She probably hasn't heard that since grade two or something. Exactly. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, Penn, so great to see you. We recently talked to you uh, with a different hat when uh, about your job at La Vue Pen, but you're also the winemaker and viticulturist at La Stella Winery as well. That's a... They're very different. Oh, it's super different. Um, both wineries are owned by the same uh, ownership, yeah. but um, the brands are different, and we work with completely different grapes. We are at La Stella in Osoyos on the lake, so the terroir is also different. And um, it's good. It's keeping me on my feet to be yeah. able to have to think different and, and uh, look at the grapes in a different way. Yeah, and and there's a bit of an Italian thing going on at La Stella. How would you explain that? Or So we're trying to um, uh, pay homage to that lifestyle, the um, 
um, the, the Dolce, yeah, the Dolce Vita. You know, yeah. trying to uh, engage all of our senses. Um, the La Stella Winery has a beautiful uh, patio overlooking the lake. So when you're sitting there and you're tasting the wines, we just want to, you to enjoy the wine, the smell, the taste, and then the the birds, and then the view with the lake, and mm -hmm. uh, just really sit back and enjoy what life is giving us. Yeah. So. And you, um, have, you have a guest house there too, don't you, or something that? Do you have something? It might be in the in the books coming. Still coming. Okay. Still coming. Yeah. Yes. COVID related, I'm yeah. sure all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, well, it's a great. It's a very interesting winery. I, I I love some of these wines because they do remind me of. Uh, I always have this thing about a savoriness in BC wines, and I find a savoriness in Bulgari uh, Bulgari wines in Tuscany. So there's a nice sort of. Uh, combination there but you grow Sangiovese which hasn't been a, an easy grape to grow anywhere around the world outside of Italy what what do you make of it here in BC so we actually use the Sangiovese as um as a blend mm -hmm. um uh, on the every year on the good year we we sometimes do a 100% Sangiovese called Arioso yeah. but what the Sangiovese is bringing to the South Okanagan wines is that it's the last one to be picked uh we have to be really careful um on how much uh cluster we leave on the plant otherwise it won't uh, arrive to full ripeness mm -hmm. and uh, I would say that's a very s limit yes. uh, to grow the Sangiovese here in our so cold climate. Who, who makes that decision? To plan the... To pick. To, I do. She I, does, I yeah. go. I and, go and, and taste. So have you ever cried over a picking? Oh my god, do you see the gray hair? <laughs> <laughs> it's the most difficult. Once the decision of picking is made, it's easy um, yes. because then if the grapes it's are go good, time then, then yeah. if we don't screw up in the vineyard, sorry for the language, but in the winery, then we're good. Yes. But the picking time is the most, the most important, most important things in every vintages. And uh, so I go back and forth in the vineyard, taste those berries, um, the exposed side, the, the side that's on the, of the cluster, the side that's in the shade, because of course the maturity mm -hmm. will be different. Sure. And uh, up and down the rows, and when I get uh, a sense of that nice uh, fruity, um, and then the acidity is going down, but not too much because we want to preserve some natural acidity, then I call my team and, and we pick. So, so you've been here for 11 years now, so think back 11 years when you had to make these decisions. Is it easier now? I don't, I don't think so because yeah. uh, every year is different. Mother Nature is throwing at us some curveballs, and like this year we had this very wet and and uh, cold months of June, and this summer was super super hot, so the plants shut down. So every year is different, and and I have, I have, I'm to be honest with you, I'm always scared I've, that I'm not going to be able to make it again. Yes, so, I'm sure. It's kind of uh, like a marriage. Yeah, <laughs> you have to work on it every well, year. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> uh, curveballs, really? Uh, I can't believe you're saying things like curveballs. This is so great. Uh, is there a memory? Do you have a memory of when you when you learned to pick wines, the, the date? Was there someone who influenced you or you wandered or you finally had to make that decision yourself? Do you have a memory of how you learned? Do you mean picking that, grapes? Yeah, when that grape was ready to pick. So. Back in France, I used to take care of a thousand hectares of, of grapes and yeah. I was working with the um, technician from the Chambre d'Agriculture and then I was going out, out with him and then 
that's how he taught me how to yeah. to taste those berries and then i remember the first year i was at le vieux pain yeah. and Estella, and i had to make those decisions for myself and you thought of him and that experience it, yes and then i said okay well i i can't screw it up because if i do then i'm going back to france on the next ship <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah well it's great and you uh what i like is that we've learned so much from you because uh i, I remember what you other people who coming from france i'd say well what do you think well i'll let you know in 10 years what i think and because it takes so long to learn about uh, the soil the places the special spots as you say uh as you told us last time you're already exploring little blocks now at Lviv pen so you're eventually getting down to the very nitty-gritty i guess mm -hmm. we would say in english of, of yeah. what's under the vines and then especially at the stella we um Understanding those soils and then playing with the Sangiovese, we created that uh, cuvee, uh, they called the Classico oh. di Osoyos, and yeah. it's, it's a single vineyard just across from La Stella, and we grow the Sangiovese, Cabernet Franc, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Merlot on the same site, yep. and at that site has something distinctive, a very um, feminine and elegant, uh, all the wines coming from that soil are that way and so we thought that was a perfect way to showcase what the Sangiovese could give so yeah. that wine is actually 50% Sangiovese and an even better name pretty cheeky classic <laughs> I love that when I saw that I thought wow these people are on it uh, you brought a wine today we talked a bit about it last time but we have it in our glass uh, is it frizzante like what how would you describe the the, the, the little bubble that's in your Moscato yeah so I think it's about I would Maybe it's a, a light frizzante. It's just that we try to preserve all the um, uh, bubbles, uh, the CO2 that we get at, uh, during the fermentation. It's bottled very quickly after it's finished. Yeah. And then we add a tiny bit at bottling. But it's still corked with a still cork. There's a, yeah. there's no uh, charm at whatever. And it's... Um, uh, 9% alcohol yeah, and, and about 35, between 35 and 40 grams per uh, liter of residual sugar, depending on the year. Yep. And it's 100% muscat. So muscat a petit grain, uh, which is also called uh, white muscat, yep. uh, muscat autonel, and tiny bit of orange muscat. It Well, it has this mandarin thing going on mm -hmm. in it too, the flavor profile. But it's when you, the thing about these wines is they can be quite heavy and thick. But with this little prickle of the, you know, it just lightens it up, plus the acidity. It's really well done. It's an amazing wine, actually. Thank you. And we'll live for quite a while, I would I would guess. I recently got a post from a fellow um, winemaker and then uh, tasted a 2010. Yeah. And, of course, the bubbles are gone, but yeah. apparently the, the aromas were perfect and in yeah, um, surprise uh, me. good evolution. So that's yeah, good fantastic. to hear. Fantastic. So you've got two different wineries. Yes. That, is one more challenging than the other when it comes to the wines or picking or harvesting? Um, I think what's challenging is trying to manage the um, the picking decision. Um, obviously, we get new crews every year, so new people coming in. Uh, lots of people are really eager to learn about winemaking in the, the region, and so we have a kind of a duty to educate and then transfer the knowledge that we that we have. And so I think the most challenging thing is to to make everything float. Like you know, the you're the maestro, and then you're in. I'm in the vineyard. I have to be in the winery, and then trying to bring all those people together to create what we do. So I think during harvest is listen to them they have so many questions to ask and and in answering that but also yeah. getting going because 
I mean, they're, they're working for you, and you're mentoring them, too, which is kind of interesting setup. And also, you can suck a little information out of them if they're coming from some other part of the world, too. Exactly. Knowledge is everywhere, and yeah. I've been doing it for, I think, 24 years, and I'm still learning every day. Every, yeah. like, yeah, everybody Which is, is the best part about wine. I, I know. That's that's what keeps it on a... Uh, up to um, like up to speed and 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 then passionate and and have the the willingness to get up in the morning and then do the same thing. Our guest is uh, Severin Pen. She's the winemaker and viticulturist at La Stella Winery and Associates. Visiting. How is that? Uh, is it easy to visit La Stella? Do you need appointments? How is that all working out at the? At this so point? we are by appointment um, because of COVID. We have a very strict protocol. Yeah. Um, either phone or go online, and then uh, we have um, uh, two appointments per hour and um, six people maximum. Right. But um, if yeah. But you're pretty passionate about what people learn when they go there. Like you have you have a set idea about what you want to present to well my to goal guests. is to when people come and then they leave they they go away with a little bit of our passion a little bit of our history so when our my colleagues are going to do the tasting they're going to talk about what we do our history and why we do it and it's just not going to be here's a red here's a white there's yeah. a little bit more to that and then when they go the guests are going to sit back at their house they're going to open that wine and they're going to have that little time capsule of goodness they're going to and open and enjoy and yes. that's that's what is about wine is about enjoying life and enjoying the yeah well we enjoyed our chat with you today uh, always you. great to see you i know it's a busy time and there's uh, lots to do in the next month or two and you'll be overwhelmed on all sides but uh, you'll get through it like you do every year and uh, hopefully cross fingers <laughs> yeah, hopefully it'll be a great vintage in 2020 we need something to pick us up so yeah so far it, so far it's excellent yeah, the quality so far has been really good. Very good. Fantastic. Very good. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Severin Print, she's the winemaker and viticulturist at La Stella Winery in Asoyuz. There's plenty more coming up next. We're joined by Richard De Silva from De Silva Vineyards and Winery here on the Naramata Bench. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wells. And this is the BC Food and Wine Radio Grape Escape. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Rediscover the South Okanagan good life at Watermark Beach Resort, Asoyas Hotel and Conference Center. Just steps to everything. The beach, shopping, the marina, and great dining at the restaurant at Watermark. New executive chef Nick Atkins invites you to indulge your senses with bright new flavors inside or on the newly expanded lakeside patio, featuring new health and safety protocols and procedures. Reservations are highly recommended. Celebrate the South Okanagan. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com. Tinhorn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. 
love the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's Organic Ambassador Program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Gizmondionwine.com, BC's destination for finding great wine at all price points. With their easy-to-use search engine of over 30,000-plus tasting notes, you can find the wines you want by price, points, and more. Bookmark Gizmondionwine.com for the new notes posted daily, each with a photo of the label. Get new ideas and find great buys with seasonal and weekly top 10 wine lists, original stories, and videos. If wine matters to you, join us at Gizmondionwine.com. Follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Gizmondionwine.com. Mondi on wine. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gizmondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Our next guest comes from uh, just down, uh, well, let's say the other end of the bench. Uh, Richard De Silva from De Silva Vineyards and Winery joins us at our latest Grape Escape here at Therapy Vineyards. Richard, how are you? Doing well, sir. And yourself? You look pretty calm and uh, collected for a guy that's uh, heading through harvest. Uh, it's a facade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you get do you get hyped up at harvest or? Do you try and stay even keeled? What, what do you, how do you attack it? I think uh, by this point now, I just know that I'm always going to be never prepared. <laughs> yeah, ex- and accept it. I'm going to never be prepared. I love that. So how many harvests? Because tell us how you started in the fruit business. Uh, so the first harvest for me was in uh, 05 and 06. Um, as, as a winery, when we were virtual um, under the Adora license many, many moons ago. And uh, so it's been, what is that, 15 years now, I guess. So it's it's been some time. And uh, as the winemaker, uh, in complete control of that part of the, the wine since 2009. So, and it doesn't get easier. I don't know. I find myself. And before all that, you, you, you had other fruits, soft fruits as well. Yeah, we were, been uh, we've been picking farming. Picking fruit forever. Mostly growing, actually. Uh, you know, our family's been growing soft fruits. Um, apples, pears, and grapes, uh, way back to the Shannon Pacifica Monashi Vineyards wow. on the Black Sage. So it was one of their first jobs um, in the in the grape industry in, in in Canada in the late '60s. And we we listen to all people talk about how hard it is to grow grapes. So you say it's easier. It's an easier thing to grow than peaches, or yeah, I think. Uh, uh, pe- how, how is that? How would you explain that? <sighs> It's hard to just, uh, to explain to someone uh, that hasn't grown those two, but peaches need a lot of inputs and cherries, um, a lot of uh, you know, you're 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 being measured by the visual quality of your fruit, right? And uh, that's how you get paid. So in grapes, it's going to end up in a glass. That that's the final. Oh, okay, that's a very good point. I've never thought about that. So blemishes, color. Uh, you know, and pests seem to really, really love soft fruits, for example. Uh, grapes, you know, you get some leaf hoppers and the odd thing here and there, but very few of those things are detrimental to the final wine in your glass. Whereas in apples and peaches and, and cherries, especially soft fruits, they're so susceptible and soft. 
um, and every pest wants to be in there. And because you're being graded by the visual quality of that fruit, yeah. Should yeah. you should you be graded by the visual quality of fruit? Uh, <laughs> There's a question. Well, you you know a lot of us you know in in, in that business. Uh, sure, we would wish that wasn't the case, but that's how they create tiers and pricing and that kind of thing. So it's uh, you look at a grocery store. It's it ain't the voice, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, that's yeah. So yeah, it is, it is a lot more inputs. I mean, you look at the old country. Grapes were typically planted in your scrub land. Grapes were planted in in the land that wasn't suitable for wasn't anything good else. For anything else, yeah, totally. So uh, it was kind of like let's throw these grapes on this hillside because you can't do anything on there anyway. And uh, look at uh, even in the Azores, where my family was from, we grew those on on lava rock on the sides of the you know volcanoes and stuff like that. Um, just let it grow wild on the ground. Uh, all the other land was highly valuable for f- ground crop. Yes. Figs, oranges, all that kind of stuff. So, um, what about now? Well, I think, funny enough, I mean, some of those fertile bottom lands are being used for grapes here and around the world. I probably shouldn't be growing grapes if you're trying to talk about creating these kind of wines, but they do yield high yields, and thus. You know, well, if you gave me a marker, I could help you with this Okanagan map about where and where. It, hey, listen, uh, you've been on a journey. You you've gone from you know learning, practicing, making wine, growing still wine, learning. still learning. <laughs> We're all still learning. Uh, but you've launched your own wine. You put your own name on the bottle now, De Silva. That's a whole different ball game when your name is on the label. Do you feel that now? And how is it going? I mean, you you've brought the Chenin Blanc today, which smells fantastic. I haven't tasted it yet, but. Tell us a bit about that. Um, I think it was it was a basically I wanted to bring a, a bit of an homage to the the, the immense work that uh, my family did uh, coming here from Portugal. Um, many of my family members, you know, farmed and 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 you know lived their lives here, and there was no path to riches. And one of the things I wanted to bring that was to kind of put a focus on our family heritage and how important it was for us. You know, De Silva was never uh, meant to be a vanity project. De Silva is how my family exists. It's how we pay our bills. It's how we. It, it is our livelihood. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do was bring that story, you know, into the forefront. And that now allows me to tell that story now to people, guests at the wine shop or restaurants around the world. This is what we you know. This is who we are. Um, and, and this is a, a culmination of, of, of generations of far, you know family members that have done this work. Um, not because it's a it's a vanity thing. It's easy to do that when you put your name on the bottle. This is more of a respect and an honor thing to the the amount of work that my even my own dad did that you know being here and he you know he worked his whole life here and uh, it's challenging. Yeah, just also. I know our listeners just listening that say I want to meet that guy. Let Let's start there. We should have started there. De Silva, where where are you on the? How can people come and see you on the bench How we're and try your wines? Sure, we're located right in the in the entrance to the Naramata Bench uh, on Upper Bench Road, um, three seventy five Upper Bench Road, and we're. Uh, yeah, we're like really the first couple wineries on your journey onto the Naramata bench. Um, so that's where we're located. Uh, it's coming coming back. My family first immigrated to Naramata in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. So it's a full circle for me. Uh, we yeah. were raised in Oliver, coming back to Naramata. There's, there's a connection there for us for sure. I love the. Uh, I actually, I was talking to the crew this morning about a Portuguese wine, which was a field blend. I was trying to explain there was like sixty different varieties in one vineyard, and they were wondering what What are you talking about? But the, it's great to have this. 
this history in your family to draw upon and uh, I don't know maybe late at night it goes through you when you're in that when you're finally making those blends yeah it's uh I think it's what you look at is that uh I think it just keeps them back on my just being humble being able to just understand the that it's it's the the work in the background that is so important to this that you know it's always interesting for, for me to be here talking to you but it's the growers the, the, my my team members those are the people who are really important that's what makes this happen and for me it's it's i think you know growing up in the situation that i did i just have that respect yes. inherently into us that it's i'm here as a representative of, of of the of the growers and the family members that have worked so hard to to be here and that's that's my role today to, you know in in in, in, the, in the winery but um, your family they there's a lot of high-end labels that your family were growers for yeah i mean there's there's a lot of connections there's some of the, the, the you know some of the great vineyard sites in the okanagan we're, we're part of our, our our family um those properties were farmed by our family and um and certainly you know the Penn property was my uncle joe avila's property and um oh i the, didn't uh, know joe that. at the georgian state property and all these places were all um you know connected to it to us um even one of the, the, the plots that is connected not to Phantom Creek was also my uncle um, uh, Manuel Maria Doris. So it, it's there's been a, a long history of, of knowing the land here, but I think the transitioning to to wine um, in, in this context is is fairly recent in our in our family. It takes years to build that knowledge. I think. Yes. Well, uh, I'm going to say you nailed it with the Chenin Blanc. Now, this is, uh, I can't see the vintage from here, but this is a newer wine. 2018. Fantastic wine. Now, Chenin Blanc, uh, where are these vines? Are they right here on the bench? Great, great history for this wine. The, the, the cuttings from this came from the, the Checkmate Vineyard. Um, yeah. Joey and I worked at Clever, great friends. We still collaborate. Oh, yeah. Sure. Very famous. So uh, the, the cuttings came from there, and we just planted on the Naramata bench. I find that this actually grows Really well in the center. In the center of the less. valley. Yeah. So yeah. full sun, so yeah. And it's a beautiful label. Thank you. Love yeah, the it's color. Uh, and a great mysterious name, Hidden Hollow Vineyard. That's the, yeah, it, it was the name of the property that we're on right now down below. You can't see it from the road or anywhere else. Oh. Yeah. So it's, uh, Hidden Hollow has uh, been stuck with it for, for, for many years. So. Really nice. It has all the aromatics that you want, but there's a great freshness with this. It, it's not a heavy sort of oily wine. It's just it's just more interesting. I love those wines from the Loire for sure, like Vouvray and stuff like that. I've always yeah. gravitated those wines from the Loire region, so it's certainly a soft spot for that. Wow. Now you brought another wine that really amazes me because it's a, a new release, but it's 2012 Merlot. A new release, and it's 2012? Wasn't that when the movie came out, <laughs> around 2012? So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's, um, I think for, for us, there, there, there's a, um, it, 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 for me, there, there, if you're going to create wines like this, you need to invest in the time. Um, and we've uh, always believed in aging our wines. Um, if you're going to release, um, you know, a, a top cuvee, uh, I think that you should, one should respect the journey and I think for us um, you know it's always a bit presumptuous I think if you're going to st open, you know, start a vineyard and say well this is going to become a top cuvee yeah. I'm going to buy the best barrels buy the best equipment yeah. I've always found that that's been some of the most uninteresting wine in my cellar the ones that I've actually thought about it Yes. Yeah. Um, so what I've done with this wine to make this is done a triage over three or four barrel um, you know uh, 
let's say seasons to eventually come with the one the four top barrels that make this wine so it's uh we know the two vineyards are going to that the blenheim hill and lazy dog vineyards that are one's on narramatta bench one's on west bench right across the lake one acre each that's where these barrels are sourced from. So right across from Naramata. Yep. West Bench. So yeah. it's the only little vineyard on the on that side of the the, the lake. Um, and uh, must I always, be hidden again. <laughs> it, it's 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 a great grower. He's very passionate. We're great friends, and uh, we've collaborated both on our Pinot Noir, Merlot, and Chardonnay. And the, the Black Label will mm. be coming from those two vineyards. Um, but again, it takes time. We've just been spending a lot of time to kind of. Is there some way to sum up what De Silva is, and, and maybe not so much about the wines, but uh, the way they're made, or I mean, in terms of the different things you're producing? I think it's just uh, just a, a journey. I think De Silva is a journey, a family's journey, and 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 the and the, the connection to land, um, and and our understanding of that land. That's what De Silva is all about, and I think hopefully it comes across the in the wines that you taste. Comes across in you, man. <laughs> Thanks well, thank so much you. for this. It was just it's so it's always so enlightening when I see you, and I always think, why don't I talk to this guy more often? But uh, we'll have to get you back on the show. It's so much fun to talk about uh, what you're up to. Thanks so much, Richard thank De Silva. You, Great to catch up with you. Cheers. Lovely wines. We got to take a quick break. We're actually on uh, the Naramata bench in the middle of our grape escape. We've been talking with Richard De Silva from De Silva Vineyards, but coming up next is Krista Lee McWaters of Five Vine Cellars. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And you're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Grape Escape. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Kalmana Family Estate Winery would like to welcome you to visit their spectacular winery in the heart of the Okanagan's Golden Mile Bench. Guests can enjoy seated tastings of six of their signature wines for up to six people per reservation. Feel comfortable knowing that rigid social distancing and cleaning protocols are in place to ensure the utmost safety of staff and guests. Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Open 10 to 5 daily. Call or visit kalmana.ca for reservations. The Wine Center at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery is waiting for you. Welcome to the new home of hospitality in the Okanagan. The wine shop is open for tastings, and the Modest Butcher Restaurant is ready to welcome you with the best dining experience in Okanagan wine country. Walk-ins are being accepted for tastings and dining, but reservations are still recommended. For the safety of guests and staff, extra cleaning, sanitization, and physical distancing protocols are also in place. For more information and updated developments, please visit mtboucherie.com. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, B.C. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. 
Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hello, British Columbia. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We're on location today at Therapy Vineyards and in on the Naramata bench, and we're joined. Uh, by our next guest, Krista Lee McWaters of uh, Five Vine Cellars, better known to you by uh, Time and Evolve Wineries, who are just down the street in downtown Penticton. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Good to see you. Nice to see you as well. You're surviving. <laughs> we are, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, you've had a tumultuous time. Yes, there's been lots of, you know, international pandemic. It's yep. nothing compared <laughs> to sort of the past uh, year we've gone through, but yeah, uh, yeah interesting but times. It's all and good. I've been talking to you. You're, you're so excited. I love I your energy. I am excited. I don't know. I wish I had that energy. <laughs> it's it amazing what bubble young. will do, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great to see you. Well, let's start with time with the winery. Uh, we just heard from you that maybe you'll have a new deck. Yes, so uh, we've got some exciting plans uh, for the winery itself. We are looking at adding a new rooftop patio that we hope to be open for next Which summer. Which will be way up there. It will be way up there. It'll be and three stories up. So. And this is in, in Penticton. In yeah. Penticton, yeah. Downtown so Penticton. We are located at 361 Martin Street, so we're right downtown. So yeah. we're a little different view than you know we have here today at Therapy and, yeah. and that most wineries do in that we're right in the hub. And that's always been a key for us is we want to be that center of the community. We want the winery to, you know, be welcoming to the wine community yeah. and the community of Penticton and the South Okanagan. Uh, I want a deck where I can see Skaha and uh, Okanagan <laughs> Lakes uh, either way I look. That, yeah, that exactly. could be fun. We have a tiny Lakeview sliver that we yeah. can see. Yeah. All so. right. The one thing I want to know about, because back when time opened, there was a promise that maybe there would be a small theater for events. I mean, I know we can't do it at the moment, but is that going to happen it is it is yeah so it is definitely on our plans as well that we're just kind of deciding what it's going to look like but it most likely will be uh focused on sparkling in the theater and uh a multi-purpose whether theater tasting room dining opportunity so wow another winery experience for us and i want to know what's happening with the food concept yeah so uh some changes in our menu uh chef ak campbell is is our chef still and doing a fantastic job i think we have the best culinary team that we ever have as does he and so we're really excited we had been looking at changing our concept uh and reopening after the winter on april 1st well clearly no restaurant opened no. in April, yeah. and it was going to be a little more share plates. Yeah. Clearly, That's we thought share plates, happen. not yeah. such a great idea. So AK came back and said, you know what? Our burger has always been our number one selling, and we've got people that have say they've driven to from Vancouver just for the burger. So we've launched a whole burger bar concept and comfort food. So, you know, a twist on your traditional mac and cheese, and yeah. we have seven different burgers that rotate um, what we're featuring, and they're all absolutely delicious. So, And the concept's gone over very well for us. Our guest is Krista Lee McWaters uh, from Time Winery in downtown Van- uh, Vancouver, I would say Penticton. 
I want to say that I drove through Penticton yesterday, and I was kind of expecting to see a lot of things closed up, like where I live in Ambleside and, and over in Dunderave. A lot of businesses are suffering, but it looks like things are actually changing a lot in Penticton, moving ahead. Yeah, you know, when Penticton is is growing, um, we're seeing some vibrancy. The summer's been really good, you know, with yeah. people having not able to travel far distances. We've had a really strong uh, tourist season with people from Vancouver and Alberta coming to yeah. visit. And, and I think it's been a good thing because people have been yeah. a tourist in our own province, which is fantastic. The city's done a great job of, uh, you know, increasing the vibrancy of downtown yeah. and, and some renovations. And, and yeah, new there's breweries as well mm-hmm. and winery. Like, it's just, it seems like there's a lot of energy. There is. And, you know, we're very excited about it. So we encourage people to come, you know, tour the bench for the day, come back to the hotel, drop off your vehicle, come walk to the restaurant. And on your way, you can yeah. go to three different breweries, a distillery, and our winery, all within a little walking trip. So it's yeah. kind of fun. Pretty it's slick. Different. I yeah. sit and look at you and think, you're way too young to have this knowledge. And then <laughs> I know that you actually started planting grapes. How old were you? I made one. my first wine at nine. So <laughs> Made yeah. your first wine at nine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Me too, but it was a different kind of wine. I, I mean, W-H-I-N-E. Exactly. Kind of thing, yeah. I made a chocolate cake and... and uh, Put soy sauce in it instead of vanilla when I was nine. Is that the one you put out in the rain? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Keep it going, says the the producer. I don't even get that. I put the cake out in the rain. Yeah. Uh, Mm? uh, (laughs) That's even better than the joke. Sheesh. Did you leave it out in the rain, though? (laughs) Okay. Crystal let's celebrate a little bit. You brought a 2018 Brute. Tell us about the sparkling wine. Absolutely. Everybody's everybody's excited about sparkling wine. And, in fact, I've been looking at the numbers in COVID, and one of the biggest selling sectors has been sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Well, we've known each other a long time, yeah. so there's no, no secret that I love sparkling. Our family does, uh, always has. You know, we were uh, the first producers of traditional sparkling back in 1987 uh, mm-hmm. with Sumac Ridge as our history. Um, but yeah, so I brought our, our brute, our thyme brute. This is 55% Pinot Noir, 45% Chardonnay. And uh, yeah, that's one of one of my favorites right now. You know, it just makes the day better by opening it. So When COVID lockdown started, I drank every single sparkling wine that I had. Nice. It was wonderful. <laughs> While you were exactly. baking cakes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love it. Uh, well, delicious. I mean, I always think of your dad, of, of Harry, when I when I think about, in fact, I was writing about this week, the first time I went under the winery, you know, he had that little corner where they were hand, yes. hand uh, riddling okay. sparkling wine. And I thought, this guy's nuts. Like, really? <laughs> what, what is you, going on you here? You weren't the only one that yeah. called my dad And that. the wine, the wine was pretty good. But then years later, we went back to the same wine and it had aged like for 10 or 15 years. And I thought, oh my God, this wine... This, then I learned about acid. That, that's how I figured out that that was the key to everything. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it's great to have that rich tradition of that uh, in the family, and maybe still have a few old bottles of that. We somewhere. do still have a few old bottles in our library. Yes, and yeah, sparkling is a is a focus across our portfolio. So we do three sparklings with Evolve Cellars. We have the one with Time, and then we have a new one that will be coming out uh, under the McWaters label as well. So yeah. as a tribute to my dad. 
Well, I know the fifth dimension. I know nothing about the fourth dimension. Now, you brought <laughs> so, that along. I brought the fourth dimension. So this is a blend of four different varietals. Mm -hmm. uh, Merlot, Syrah, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc. And time is the fourth dimension. So hence the there name. You go. So Excellent. This is a relatively new one for us. Uh, we just released it about six months ago. And uh, all the fruit comes from Oliver and Asoyas. And I'm really excited about this one. Your dad, or people thought your dad was crazy too when he yeah. was doing reds. Oh, exactly. When we first in planted that. down in the south, uh, we planted 85% red varietals on a That was the sixth acres. dimension. I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we wish, hindsight's a wonderful thing. We it wish is. we bought 10 times more land right. back then. But this was 1992 mm -hmm. when we purchased it. And, you know, yeah, people didn't think we could well, grow Merlot or Cabernet Sauvignon in the valley. So. Why did Harry think you could do that? I think because somebody told him you couldn't. So anytime yeah. he said no to right. my dad, he just wanted to prove people yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and he was a dreamer too. You yeah. had you had to you have to have all that if you're going to get stuff done. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So great. Uh, well, it's quite delicious. It's a very Thank well balanced you. wine. Eh? It just has all the all the roundness and the the freshness and the fun. There's no such word as funness, I guess, but. Uh, Funness, Drinkability. Uh, that's the word I was searching for. What are your future plans? Oh, that's a good question. Get through the week, first of all. But no, my future plans. My future that. plans or the winery's future plans? Um, no, we're really excited about some of we're currently right now uh, looking at adding vineyards to our property. Obviously not on our property because we're right downtown. Yeah. Um, but to our portfolio. Um you know, there may or may not be some other wineries in the future. Because uh, you love us, building so. wineries, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, right? Yeah. I love building brands and wineries. Yeah. No, our whole focus is um, that we're, what we want to do is continue to push the envelope on the quality and what we know that we can do here in the South Okanagan and have some fun while and doing it. You well, you had a cool little brand, have a cool little brand in winery that was called Evolve that was mm -hmm. up in Summerland. Mm -hmm. Now that has moved down. It's still available. It's still being made, but it's it's here inside the winery. We did, yes. Um, Evolve was a leased property that we had, so yeah. we didn't actually own that, and our lease uh, came up. So we decided, you know what? We're going to move it right into our facility in Penticton. Mm -hmm. So we're technically two wineries in one, right on yeah. one. So that's right now what we're working on is giving the guest a whole different experience for Evolve uh, versus Time versus McWaters. So within the next sort of six to eight months, we'll have have some of those uh, launching. And, you know, you'll be able to come and spend the afternoon, come for lunch, do a couple different winery experiences, stay up. for dinner. Yeah. So and we do Sabre School as well as one of our yeah. events that we've uh, launched. And we do barrel tastings literally right out of the bottle. So, or some barrel, sorry. And, uh, yeah, so we want people to come and spend some time and have fun and hopefully learn a little bit too. You could do, like, you could really do interesting uh, COVID bubble work because <laughs> you have all these bubbles. So Exactly. There's, yes. there's got to be some marketing in that somehow. And the winter's coming. And exactly. We need, we need to prepare. It is. Well, and to that point, the winter, I mean, with people here in Penticton and South Okanagan, we have a lot of snowbirds usually. Obviously, they're not able to leave town. So we're right now working on developing our programming and our events all through the winter to give some 
people something to do yeah. in the winter. And so cooking classes, art classes, obviously wine tasting, food and wine pairings, cellar dinners. Um, mm -hmm. We have a magician coming this week. So, yeah, lots of yeah. fun, different things. And, and Evolve was your label. Yes. And you won a big award with it. And the prices were so reasonable. They still are. They still are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun project, too. She has nothing else to do but launch brands and good wineries. <laughs> exactly. Right? I don't know how to do anything else. Yeah. So. <laughs> Krista Lee, so great to see you. Keep well. We'll see you in the theater. You bet. Thanks Krista so much. Krista Lee, McWaters, Five Mind Cellars, uh, Time Wines, Evolve Wines, and, of course, uh, the McWaters Collection. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we'll take a quick break. There's still more coming up. Uh, Casey and I will regale you with stories of our travels on the Naramata bench and uh, wrap up the show. <laughs> You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, and this is our Grape Escape live from the Naramata Bench at Therapy Vineyards. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Summer may be officially over, but not at Spirit Ridge Resort. Their endless summer continues until October 31st. Book three nights and get a $75 credit that you can use at any of their many on-site activities. From Solterra Spa Services, golfing at Sonora Dunes, dining at the Bear, the Fish, the Root, and the Berry. Even wakeboarding with Wake Pilot Rentals. Spirit Ridge has it all. Book today and quote endless summer to experience the beauty of Spirit Ridge, part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.com. CA. Barb Holler, owner of Poplar Grove Winery in the Okanagan. When I look out over our vineyards, I think of the potential. The potential for improvement. How can I do things differently? How can I be more sustainable? How can I do things that improve viticulture practice? And bottom line, how can it improve the wine? Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca. Please enjoy responsibly. Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. For a limited time, BC Food & Wine radio listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code, Gizmondi, when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. Clos de Soleil blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality for wines that are elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven. Visit them by appointment or purchase their wines online at clodesoleil.ca with free shipping offered to all BC and Alberta customers on orders of six bottles or more. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. There's just the two of us. I so, know. Uh, that and was you know a... what? We've lasted longer than my first marriage. Yeah, that's true. And it was a long that's time. That's pretty frightening, Casey, it actually, is. when I think about it. It is. 
welcome back to the show, folks. This is our uh, wrap-up. We've been on the Naramata bench for the last two weeks, how can you tell, uh, talking to a lot of people. Really one of my favorite places to go. They like to mention this place a little bit like Napa. I think it's much more special than Napa. Uh, Napa has great things going on, but they don't have a lake. Uh, most of their grapes are where the lake is. All of our grapes are on a bench. So this is quite a special piece of dirt. And I think uh, in the next, uh, well, actually, when we're long gone, Casey, <laughs> maybe in the next 20 or 25 years, uh, the rest of the world will be coming to uh, the Naramata bench to see what the hell's going on here because the wines have, are so good. And we can remember when. Yeah. It's been fun. Uh, we've been staying uh, at uh, Therapy Vineyards. Uh, the rooms are fantastic at the inn. The pillows are fantastic. They are, especially when you lay them down after a while. I was, I didn't figure out that I could lay them down. The first hour was not so good, but oh, come on, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And the second hour wasn't good because you had to take me down to the general store. Yeah, usual, folks. I, I, you have no idea how these broadcasts go on. Like the phone rings, and we're supposed to be somewhere in five minutes, and we're off to the Naramata Village looking for a toothbrush. And toothpaste. And toothpaste. Well, yeah, of course. And uh, these are the kind well, of things that happen. Well, you were only upset because you wanted to stay on the toilet because they have, like, the best bathroom. They are pretty the, special. The bathrooms are amazing. Yeah. And they're they're actually, well, describe it. Well, I have to describe <laughs> it. Well, they're electronic in some ways. <laughs> How, that's the best way to describe it. And like, they're heated. Yeah, they're heated. I love the heated seat. And, you so know, I, I hate to go into food from that, but the breakfast is amazing. Yep. And because they know how they know how to boil an egg. Yeah. And we've had a great broadcast here. We've been up on the new upper deck. So if you haven't been by therapy, and by the way, I think you can come here without an appointment, which is kind of nice uh, because they have a lot of out, outside space. Yes. And they can sort of move you around. Although it's always great to have an appointment wherever you're going. We've learned that this week that pretty much everywhere else you have to have an appointment. Uh, but we're going to get through it. A lot of people are happy. You know, the harvest is underway. The good thing about the harvest, although it's going to be a bit later, uh, the quality of the fruit uh, is really good uh, up to this point. So, you know, we hope that uh, that happens. You know, in France, they wouldn't even talk about the harvest until it was over. They're really superstitious Why is about that? that. Oh, superstition. Well, I don't know, you know. Then in California, they don't wash their cars till it's That's over. That's right. You know how it goes. But uh, it looks like it's going to be a good year, uh, and it looks like a pretty healthy crop when you look out in the vineyards, too, so that'll be good. We've had a good run. We had a nice dinner last night. We, uh, we dropped by to see a couple of friends at Poplar Grove, or at, sorry, Hillside. Poplar Grove, Hillside, <laughs> yeah, and uh, caught up with Kathy. It was kind of fun because I brought two very old wines. I bought an old Washington Merlot from Andrew Will, 1995, to taste with her single block. Merlots. And that was an amazing wine, Tony. It, yeah, and it was kind of fun to, because, you know, the thing about Washington, there's a great savoriness in their wines, and there's a wonderful savoriness in the wines of BC, so there's a connection there. And you also bought a fun. beautiful French wine. Yeah, we just drank that for fun, because, you know, what year once was in a while that? you have to drink French wine. <laughs> that was a 06 Pouligny Montrachet, but it, it was just a lovely wine, and I think, you know, people in the wine business, sometimes they get stuck drinking their own wines forever. And it's a it you know they need to once in a while you need to shake them out of that just so they know that everything else is going on out there in the world. Well, you did that last night. I did it, and tonight I'm going to do it again. So we'll, <laughs> Good. we'll see what I happens. I can't wait. Uh, 
Well, it's been fun. Uh, we've had a great run of grape escapes this year uh, all over the province. You know, we started way over on Vancouver Island, and then we've we've worked our way up the valley, uh, you know, Mount Boucherie uh, recently and also here at uh, Therapy. So it's been good. Uh, we'll be back. We're not going anywhere. Uh, we thank all our sponsors, and, and we'll be keeping an eye on the food and wine scene. Uh, we need to pay some attention to Vancouver. You know, so much has been shut down and closed and now reopening and so much more to come on the show. I know. It's been very difficult and for the wineries. I'll be driving home again, and you'll be flying like the queen of uh, Sheba. Absolutely. Yeah. Good luck on your 20-minute flyover. <laughs> Say hello to me while I'm going down the Kogahala. I will, Tony. Great to see you, Casey Wilson. Thank you. Uh, that's a wrap for us, live from the Naramata Bench. And, of course, uh, we want to thank our uh, host here at Therapy Vineyards. Uh, Mike Whittingham, our on-site producer. Great job. Anissa Hetherington back in the studio. Wonderful job of making us sound good and great once again with the music. Anissa, we love it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back next week on the BC Food and Wine Radio Show. Plenty more on food and wine. And uh, we can't wait to get back into town and uh, get rolling into the fall in a big way. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. You've been listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, live from Therapy Vineyards on the Naramata Bench. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.